This is Alan Cozen, the author of Got That Something, How the Beatles' I Want to Hold Your Hand Changed Everything, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All, brackets, the brackets. Welcome back to the Fab Four Free For All. My name is Rob Leonard. Uh, Joining me, of course, (laughs) is... (laughs) <laughs> My co-host, Mitch Axelrod. Hello. And Tony Truguardo. Hi. So we're talking about Sgt. Pepper, Pepper and its 50th anniversary edition. So let's quickly go through the album without talking about... Every already, track. You yeah, know, we've we already did a review of this whole album a while ago. So was there anything in the remix we did talk about a little bit, like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds has some of that phasing in the vocals, but not completely the way the mono is. She's Leaving Home is sped up, but it doesn't sound as fast, I think, on the mono. I think well, uh, there's right. a little bit in between there. You know what? Why don't we, instead of going track by track, we'll go through each person and tell for the remix album. No? I have no notes for the remix album for myself. Okay. I have okay. to be honest. All right, but go through them if you want, but to me... I'm not going through everything. I'm just I saying... I think the remix me, album sounds great. Okay, can I, I just give a couple of things? You certainly I can, but, okay. I, but I'm just saying, I, I to do it that way won't work for me, because I, I have plenty of notes on the outtakes. Well, yeah. I know. But okay. for me, it, it's just, after the listening party, I kind of felt like I had everything I had to say about But we didn't talk remixes. about it. We talked about it ourselves. I think we, we didn't do a show. We never well, did. but still, though, I think we talked about it, and I think the remixes just blew me Among away. ourselves. Overall. Honestly, to sit there for me, and maybe this is me saying my piece on it, it's holistically, it just sounds so much more fulfilling to me in this mix that I, if I listened to every track and I went, ooh, that's more prevalent, ooh, that's more prevalent, ooh, I'd have like 60 pages of notes. Because different notes strike you differently, and then you have to go back and A-B them and say, was that really lower in the mix? Right. Did I really hear it that way? Did I really hear it that way? I do that always when they do. I don't A-B them, but I say, oh, it sounds so great now, but you know what? It might have sounded. But I will say one thing. To me, little things like pepper, as soon as you hear it, the guitar jumps out. Yes. Totally. And I'm not saying the whole song. I'm not going dirty. Lucy in the Sky, I've said it many times. You wear your headphones. You'll understand where I'm coming from. It bounces from headphone to headphone. Yeah, ear to ear. I love that. Now, the getting Getting better, better. the guitar, too. Mind-blowing. And Elvis fell off the couch. Yeah. Literally, when it started. Elvis Costello fell off the couch. When it started with the... He literally slid off... Well, he first did the arrow through his chest. And then then slid off the couch. We we should say that Elvis Elvis Costello was was at the listening party. Yes. Shout out to Elvis. Now, here's the one that I will say. I said to myself, am I really hearing this the way I think I am within you without you? Oh, my God. I mean... It's I actually went back and AB'd this one. It's and it's devastating. A, it, it is devastating. The instrumental stuff sounds like two people fighting, yes, arguing. Yes, it does. Yes. Oh, yes. And then also at the yes. end of the instrumental, there's that one line, maybe three or four notes, where it's so up in the mix now, and I AB'd it. It's not up in the mix in the other one. And so you hear, as, as the thing ends, before you hear the boom, 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 boom you know, when the uh, tabla's coming, yeah. you hear... Like, what the hell was that? I, Final I knew, word in the argument. Yeah, right. Almost That's like you, almost yeah. like the woman turning around and going, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was like, what is that? And then I played it on the other one, and it, it's there, but it's so low. Right. And now they raised it, and it just, it adds so much that it's three it's, notes. It's gorgeous. The whole thing is gorgeous. They, and, it's and, gorgeous. And, and, you know what? We I've always talked about how it's not my favorite song. 
I really love the remix on yeah on on Within You Without You. It's, oh, it's, heck, I mean, it's, 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 it's the it's, song it's, itself. It gives, uh, well, always, first of all, you, know, you got to say this. When I was a little kid, it scared the hell out of me. Yes, yes, but and that's the other thing. You know, as we've grown older, we've gotten a much better appreciation for Indian music in general. Yes. So, yeah. whereas I used to skip this, as we all said, in, yeah. in, like Spy, when we were talking to Spizer, you know, this now is one I look forward to because the remix yeah. is so spectacular. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, fixing a hole, I always said the background vocals in that second verse just blew me away. I'd never even heard them before. And they're there. I remember at the listening party, we both looked at each other. I was like, I went, huh? Yeah, deep, 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 deep. I'm like, yeah. what is that? I, I mean, they're, and they're there. Yeah. I went back and I went, oh, damn, they are there. Yeah. But these are so prevalent. I was like, holy crap, these are good. Yeah. But, you know. You good. also hear some differentiation of instruments that. Maybe you weren't 100% sure exactly what they were in the original. There are a couple of notes here and there where I didn't know if they were keyboard notes or yeah. guitar notes or things like that. And you actually now hear very distinctly what it is, and you probably can figure out who's playing it. Well, but, but also I think part of it is the stereo picture has changed on some of these things. And that brings out something, you, you know, oh, all absolutely. of a sudden it's like... Yeah. You know, oh, that was in the upper right-hand part of the speaker. Now it's like... Yeah. Oh, they've totally messed you up in terms of where you were used to hearing yeah, it. Yeah, Because now you, you can't do that. You If you're in your car now listening to this, this remix, it's not the, you know, the old days of karaoke or any... I mean, oh, it's you know, a much better car mix. This is it's right in front of you. This is actually coming out of your well, that's the air conditioner that goes into the back of the car. Of it, you know? Part of it is that, that mono, we're going to copy the mono. The mono sensibility, right. And part of it is, you're right, because when I play it on, you know, and I have the, the levels, the stereo remix, there's no, like, left side low and right side high. Most of it is, is even. Pretty balanced. So it's different. It's stereo still. Yes, but, but with that mono sensibility. Yeah. The two songs were very, very big, are Good Morning, Good Morning, and oh. Lovely Rita. Very big sounding, very fresh, very open. In the 5.1, oh. when I played the 5.1, we had an audience gathered celebrating it, and we put on the 5.1, and everyone was pushing to hear the hits. Everyone wanted to hear the hits. And the the 5. hits, 1, there were no singles. Well, you know what I mean. Everybody <laughs> wanted to hear the Little Help My Friends. They wanted to hear Lucy in the Sky with the Diamonds. And when you started playing Lovely Rita and Good Morning, Good Morning and Getting Better, and, you know, there were a couple of people wanted to hear a second time in 5.1 because well, the acoustics of the power. Of, well, the, of the, the acoustic of, of Lovely well, Rita. We haven't gotten yeah. to the 5.1, but yeah. I have to say the 5.1, after hearing this, how can you not turn every album they have into 5.1? Well, you right. may not well, be. Yeah, well, that's right. a, that well, is a question. You, right. How can you? You can't. Well, some of them you can because they're on four tracks. They tried it with the Hard Day's Night. Right. They, and they, and they, it didn't. Gonna, but you can always make a, a quad, I guess. Well, yeah, that. but there's that 5.1. But but I agree with you there. But there's certain albums, you know, Revolver, Rubber Soul, White Album, Abbey Road. Let's, yes. let's get the 5.1 on those. The only song that was meh to me is When I'm 64. I just didn't feel right. like and it. And the reason is yeah. there's not a lot of yeah. bouncing on that. It's it's a very basic track to begin with. Yes. You know? So it, it yes. sounds great, but it didn't sound any better than like it the remaster to me. It didn't jump out the way no, no. Good Morning, Good Morning did. I, I remember at the listening party, all three of us literally well, you, <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. You know, it, it was like... Yeah. It was incredible how but that Ringo's song... Ringo's drums oh, on that just... And, and the opening of the horns on that yeah. just, like, knocked you over. 
it's funny, you know, you think we've heard everything with the Beatles, and then you get this, and it really, especially something like Good Morning, Good Morning, because the horns just jumped out at you. Well, that's you why know. I keep saying I want to hear the remix of uh, Here, There, and Everywhere. That'd be a I great. mean, because that, all of Revolver and all of Rubber Soul, you know, George's... Well, Here, There, and Everywhere, and you know, that track that was on Real Love yeah. where they they uh, flew in the they flew in but that's where you like get to, wow because the vocal Paul's vocal is just a guide vocal but you hear those gorgeous remixed remixed harmonies. and bounced off the Abbey Road Studios the way they do it and you want to hear it, it now. yeah you just say wow which is why I was so hoping for the revolver yeah and maybe we'll get it in the future well I hope so and I hope they do a 5.1 I have no qualms about this remix at all but People have to understand, though, Rob, that people who are not audiophiles at all, and I'm not saying I am, but I understand the concept of how you make a 5.1. Right. But with the early stuff, there's just not going to be no, a way no, to no, make... No, 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 they can't be, because, you and know... it'll be a so fake 5, but right, it'll right. be a fake 5.1. You know, it's like having fake stereo. You don't want fake stereo, where they turn one side bass and one side treble. You could 5.1 the American mixes. You just put like a hell of a lot of reverb on two of the channels. <laughs> two of them or three you of just, them. You just yeah. have like like Dave Dexter, like you put the British version in the front and you just add just <laughs> reverb of on the tracks, other two. Yeah. yeah, in the back. And then that would actually be cool, but, but the Yellow Submarine uh, movie has 5.1. Right. on the And DVD. if you go listen to that, oh my. When we saw it in the theater... That sounded fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, listen you know? to it in a home 5.1. It's, it's pretty cool. And they did the mono thing, but there was a certain stereo. There wasn't a hatred of stereo, I think, in the remix, where they were copying the I think the because they mono. kept the mono sensibility, so the but, Beatles but, but, said, but there's, okay. But there's also, let's be honest, I think the stereo actually has less mistakes in some of the mixing than the, the mono. The mono has some missed. Well, the mono has that crash between... Reprise. Reprise. And, right, and that. With right. the guitar. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. It, it and, stops. It's, yeah. it's like almost a... I mean, yeah. the stereo version of She's Leaving Home is too slow, which maybe helped me not like the song as much as, you know, I like it now. It sounds a lot better. But it's a mix it's of the two. Right, right, it is a mix. Right. And, and that, that attitude, but they kept it as a stereo thing, though. It's not perfect. It's not. It's not like they said we're going to copy exactly the mono speed, because I think it's a little bit, a little bit under. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just being picky. I don't. Know. I'll be honest with you. I, I'd have I, to I, see a. I'd have to see it on a computer screen. I, I just I don't. If they get around to the white, I just don't think we're going to be sitting here like this, going as no, being no, as excited. No, because, I just don't. Because the, what are you going to do? Do the mono white album match that mentality? There's a lot of differences. There's on not that. really. I mean, the thing about the White Album is the White Album is different because the Beatles actually took great care in doing the stereo version, you know, and the mono version. And the mono. Right. I was about to say so the they, mono they did version both. More, yeah. You know, so it's going to be hard to go in and do a remix because there was great care paid to the to the White Album. Right. Why don't we get to uh, some of the outtakes? Okay. Yeah. Um, now, first of all. Do we like the fact they went in recording order, or do we like the fact that, like, on the two-CD set, they went in sequential order? Either way, no, it either way, way, it doesn't bother me, but if you're giving me the full package, I want them in recording order. Okay. I, and I yeah. agree with that. I think Absolutely. it was a smart move. I, I, I agree, too, and uh, because yeah. there's a certain vision of how this album comes about. Yep. And yep. we talk about Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane. 
that's not part of this, really. If you, if you look at it, they do not consider it as part of the recording for Pepper. They, if you think about it. Cause that they, was a single. Because they start with... Um, should um, start with When I'm 64. Yeah. Well, When I'm 64, but really, Day in the Life uh, is really the first song they really recorded for. But because Strawberry Fields Forever, When I'm 64, Penny Lane. And then they picked two songs and they made a single. Right. But so. that's how they start the outtake. Strawberry right. Fields right. Forever, When I'm 64, Penny right. Lane. Yeah, so that's how they start the And end. that's how it was. I'm yeah. saying When I'm 64 is the actual first thing they recorded. And, and that was on Pepper, right? On Pepper. Right. Yeah, right. On Pepper, yeah. But if, it's funny. If right. you listen to the way it's recorded, and we all know the history, if you were to be someone who had no idea what Pepper was about, and you were listening to the way it was recorded, and you heard When I'm 64 first, you would think, oh, my God, this is going to be a... Avoid the Beatles album. go to the music hall. Right. <laughs> Here we go. And then, boom, then the rest of it just kills you. But, you know, you would Next never track, think. Leaning on a lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. But the, well, but, you know, even with, uh, what was it, Rubber Soul, what was the first thing done? Run for your life. Right. You would be like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Right. So, right. you know, just because they recorded things first doesn't mean, you know, it was indicative of the album. Right, right. But I'm glad, like Tony said, if it's for historical purposes, after we know what's going to be on the album, then I think recorded-wise, it's, it's good. By the way, just as a, a little side note, almost every recording when they started an album started with a John song. Almost. That makes sense. Yeah, almost every Yeah. yeah so I'm just... Um, so strawberry fields. fields. There's four takes. Yep. Take twenty six is really fast. Yeah, four fast. and four and twenty six are both new to us. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with twenty six. It's way too I mean fast. the 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 backward pieces are really sort of fantastical and trippy. It's very cool to, to hear take twenty six. In a way, you can't believe how much it was slowed down. That's the thing it got um, me because if that's the version they slowed down, I mean they, they slowed yeah. down a lot. And take lot. take seven is really kind of cool because if take seven had been a final direction that that song went, would the song have been that earth shaking? Take seven is essentially Strawberry Fields Forever, the rock and roll song. Yeah, yeah. And it, granted, it's unique and it's original and it's inventive and it's a great lyric and it's a smart idea and it's cool. But would Take 7 have made that song Strawberry Fields Forever? No. No, it would have been a good song, but you're right. But it's funny because Take Seven's in the anthology, though it has an edit piece on it. So, you know, we have heard it. Yes. Take 1, of course, has uh, the vocals on this right. version, which right. is not on the anthology version. Right. So two of the songs we have heard and have been released and along the, the way. the 2017 mix, again, that's my go-to. Strawberry Fields I think. Yeah. No, not for you, Mitch? It is. Okay. No, I was just thinking. It's actually 2015. 15. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the 17 for Penny Lane. Right. Yeah, right. Right. So it's interesting that they included the 2015 stereo mix in there also because, you know, they could have put another track in there. Mm. But it's nice that they What would they put? I don't know. <laughs> Another version of something else. And uh, so there's, I think we I like had enough. Yeah. But yeah. there's five versions yeah. of uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. Which is cool. And three versions It's cool, of but unusual because they said it's not really for Pepper, so right. they include five versions. But, well, but there's no other home for it, though. I know. And it, and it fits I, Agreed. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying yeah. it's very but, but weird you know, because they said, oh, well, well, where would Pepper fit? And now, obviously, right. they give us five versions. Right. Right. Well, what they meant by where's it going to fit is you don't. I know you don't, you don't put, put it in the album. sequence. Well, the, 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 the version here is from the Beatles one DVD. Yeah. Yes. So, and then one thing I just on a quick jump off uh, that what was the name of the special that was on PBS? The, was it the making the with uh, Howard? Yes. Goodall. Whatever. Um, if you remember that show, 
the first 25 minutes was Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane. Um, and it's an hour show. I and they, they skipped I, over like five or six songs. So. I, I didn't like the show. So. No, I, I liked it, but I thought it was way too short. Way so. too short? I yeah. thought that, well, if we're going to talk quickly about that, I have to tell you something real quick. Okay. He is going back and saying, you know, well, Paul was thinking of Little Richard's sensibility of, of fours and quarters. I'm thinking, no, he wasn't. He was just, he wasn't, how do you go back in someone's head and say he was, I hate it that. just bothered me so badly on that special. There was some interesting stuff like with the Binion Without You, that when was the very... Indian guy is singing it, you know, we right. were talking. But other than that, you, you don't go back and speculate, you know. Um, well, he, he was. Well, we speculate, but we don't. No, we no, don't do it. We don't do it as if we're so knowledgeable that that is what he was happening. Right. We say, look, but, you know, hey, maybe, maybe it's possible. Was he, Paul was relating back to when he was digging. He Little doesn't Richard say was, maybe. He you says know, it's. Oh, well, he was. Paul was going no, back I, to the borders. You know, good golly, Miss yeah, Long. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. thank you. Okay. Anyway, well, thank I, you. I had no problem. Anyway, yeah, outtakes. Keep going. There's only one outtake of when I'm 64, which is it's fine. It's a fine outtake. It's cool to hear what the keys and the bass are doing underneath. The, right. the track. Right. And, That's good. and it's also in its original key, which is a nice thing to hear, too. It's a, yeah. it, it changes the song. I can understand why they sped it up to yep. give it that, that young yep. feeling. And, and, Old-timey. Yeah, but and, th- and not yeah. that the, it's a bad song in the regular key of C instead of C sharp, but it does change the song. And so yeah. one song on Pepper that really doesn't fit. <laughs> I think it does in a way. In hindsight, but, it does because it's there. Well, it it does by the fact that it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think it belongs there. Definitely. I think it belongs there. And uh, you know, I mean, I guess it's also true because every other parody and every other thing that followed that imitated Pepper always had an old timey. Okay, so let me ask you. So let me thing. so let me ask you a question. If you didn't know better, and instead of one of sixty four Honey Pie was on Pepper, would it have fit? No. Why not? Why not? See, you just said, why not? Because you know what? You know Pepper back and forth. Right, well, but I, it's I the same song. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying same but song, why, but it is the same why song. Why would it not have fit? It's exa- I mean, I hate <laughs> to say it. I, I agree with you 100%. It, I think it's the same song. Because on this album, there's a certain looking back. And what is Honey Pie doing? It was 20 doing? years ago today. When I'm 64 is looking forward. Is looking forward. Oh, that's right. I'm looking, <laughs> looking backwards <laughs> now because the bastard's 75. But before, it's, you're right. You're right. You're looking forward. But a lot of the records looking back. So I think that it sort of fits in. And the arrangement. Honey pies looking. Honey pies looking across looking, the water. Oh. Looking back. Yeah, so. yeah but they, they're not going anywhere. All right, so in terms of vaudeville, the dock, t- waving, no. But in terms know. of old time, it's, it's really the same waving. song. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean. I'm down with that. Okay. Why not walking in the park with Eloise? Well, stop. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Anyway. No, but it was only right, a year so, later, and they put it on that, yeah. and, and Paul did two of the same yeah, song. Right. Really, yeah, could have been true. on Pepper. Uh, next. Well, then they got three tracks of Penny Lane. One's an instrumental, which I do like. I do Love like. It. Uh, it reminds me of, and and some other people have said, but I agree with them. You take away the vocals, and it has a. A Beach Boys feel to it. No, oh, I think so. I don't. Uh, just I think the way so. that the way yep. that he's the piano is very open. Yes, it's got a very a, Brian-y. In that regard, yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm. And Ringo, mm. what's them playing those wee little cymbals that Ringo's playing? <laughs> How do you know that wee little cymbals? You could hear them there. Wee little cymbals he's playing. But there's all kinds of. He was in the studio. He just said Howard Goodall. Guys, not do me a favor, guys. Could you bring out the wee little cymbals? I'm gonna play those for this track. 
just said Howard Goodall. It was a set. It shouldn't no, but you have been. You can hear it. You, you're, you're a drummer. You hear what he's playing. I know I'm a drummer, but he's playing little tiny cymbals. Oh, you hear what God, he's playing. Okay, I can't do the bugs. Bunny's playing those playing those wee little cymbals. Oh, sorry. That was Bugs Bunny was and Elmer Fudd. And yes. together? In a dark alley. Yes. Anyway. And, and there is wow. a Bugs Bunny Paul McCartney connection. There we, is. We mentioned it in another show. Hi, we'll George. Find it. Morning, Terry. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Then you got three Jack, takes Jack, Jack. of A Day in the Life. Five takes of A Day in the Life. A I'm full sorry. take, which Five. is kind yeah. of cool. Yeah. That's um, great. The take one is bizarre. Because I mean, it's I love different John's, than the one we've yeah. all heard. I mean, right. John's alternate vocal approach, it's not totally different. No. It's different but, enough. Um, and what the hell with Mal when he's calling out the bars, the heavy reverb on him, yeah. unless they one, thought one, they were going to leave that in the track. Well, it is in the track. It, it is, is, but, but it's, it's, but it's lower. buried. It's but, well, it's buried by the orgasm of, right, of right. You know, sound. But the, And the acoustic guitar number. work in this version, yeah. again, listen to it, though. It's old-timey. It's old time. The I'd acoustic part again. in here is kind of old timey. It's just not noticeable in the fi- until it's stripped down. Well, but we got know. that on the uh, Imagine soundtrack first. Right. Right. The, right. That clean open. Right. That clean open. So, yeah. Which changed to me the whole song. I mean, it, yeah. it, it makes it well, more Well, I'm talking eerie. about the acoustic too, like in the middle of the song, too, in the woke up, you know, that whole... Well, yeah, it's, that's true. it's funny yeah. because, first of all, I love just the individual orchestra overdub. Yeah. Because it sounds like it belongs in a horror movie. Yes. It, it, it yeah. totally changes how that. But I like how they. And gave I went that into to a dream, and all of a sudden you get, you know, this. I went to a nightmare. Yeah, the, yeah. And you get that, that play up. It's very yeah. cool. But, and we've heard so much about, quote, the orgasm of sound. Right. And now you hear it by itself, yeah. and right. you're like, yeah. Okay, that yeah. was cool. And, and, and actually, by itself, it's very short. And that's why the box that comes with, with tissues. Just yes. anyway. Oh, God Sorry. help us. Yeah. Also, um. they have um, <laughs> the rehearsal. Of actually, the No, but wait, hold on. We skipped take two. Oh, yes. Okay, take two. Yeah, I mean, t- take two, the melancholia. John is so <laughs> melancholy. It's like, you know. Like, well, they're it's searching lethargic. for the right way to do it, yeah. And the acoustic guitar sync up is different. It's pretty cool. And then what's interesting, too, is the very end, like, John kind of, like, Swallows the last line, like it's almost like Mal throws him off at the end. Bit, yeah. But there's like a weird counter melody coming out in the piano part. There's all kinds yeah. of, it's like banging on the piano, and then of course the humming. But anyway, uh, the oh, humming geez. was. You know what? Now that we've heard it, because we've read about it. Yeah. yeah. Now that we heard it, what the hell were they thinking? Well, they <laughs> weren't. They, 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 they were trying. Were. They, they were, were trying. trying. It, it was something it's totally fun. They they had to have known literally the first time they did it, it wasn't going to work. Yeah, yeah, but it was the same thing with uh, eight days a week with. Ooh, I like the, that open. I'll yeah. get out of here. That that opens great. I love. But that let's open. face it, and I don't say this to be funny, but <laughs> no, but seriously though, you got you got this big, you know, the big orgasm of sound. Okay, now what would have been if they wanted to do something f- funny out there, strange? It could just as easily have been, you know, cheese and onions. Dunk. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and truthfully, we'd still be sitting there going, "Oh my god, that was or, brilliant!" Or in, like what the in hell? The did anthology they do there? when it goes up to the end and then it just does nothing, and yeah, then that? you get Paul talking. Yeah. Yeah. So and, well, but, all right. So, yeah. But I, I wouldn't it have been cool? Seriously, if there had been no last chord and it just went that, 
Never to see Abby in Uncle Ben. Never to see Abby. Right to the to the. Oh, that would have been a little bit of his. I, I think so. The end of the world happens when the chord hit. Hits. When you the chord that. hits. When no, they hit the E chord, the end of the world. Well, happens. let's see what happens in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but seriously though, because we're getting there. But um, but yeah, it's true though. When you hear it and it's done right, and it's it is, it's the end of the friggin' world on yep. the album. It's cool as hell. Anyway. And we said when we were listening at the listening party uh, that after that chord ended. Nobody made a sound nope. until it nope. was done. And we were also waiting for the, you know. Yes. <laughs> waiting for the end of the world back to Elvis no, again. But, no, but I mean, but that chord, I, you need that chord. You said, wouldn't it be cool if you had it? It didn't have it. No, but after hearing chord. it, you need it because need it's the release. Oh, absolutely. After yeah. such an incredible yeah. song. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, that song was not like anything of its time. But if the Beatles had done something else with it, we would never, ever, ever be as comfortable with the song because the song Correct. has the resolve. Right. If the Beatles had done anything else, the humming would have been interesting, but you would have been left going like... Oh, I like don't think it, it would have been done. a significant song Not at all. humming. Well, the humming I, would have been I, weird. I agree with I, I, The yeah. humming would have been... Well, I hate to say it, it would have made this more of a satanic majesty's... <laughs> no, and I'm not trying I to be funny. No, it, it, it would have weird. been weird. It would have yeah. been very weird. And, it would, it would and, have and been... I think they were trying... You know, Day in a Life could have easily gone into a honky-tonk type of song, if you think about it. Some of the way the pianos are played... And no, but didn't. that's that's they didn't. That's they didn't. tomorrow. Never no. Oh, I'm sorry. Into that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, a, that's another song. But the, seriously, they, the way they presented it, you had to have that chord at the end. The two orchestra build-ups, the whole thing going it's into brilliant. a dream. It's, it's also the Paul's middle part, which it's not on these pieces. Right, and you realize how important it's a short. It it's a song. short section. Yep, but you realize how important that section is to this song. If yeah. if that wasn't there, this song is a totally different song. Just in the basis of just, it's more of just John's observations on you know yeah. another boring yeah. day in his life or something. Yeah. The middle part with Paul puts it in context. Well, it puts it in the everyman. Yeah. It makes it the everyman aspect. And it makes it less but weird. It makes yeah. it less it weird. It's it's also the big buildup to the final chord. I mean, I don't mean to sound all like, uh, but that idea is very symbolic of a lot of things that happen to us in our lives. It, it, it's build and build and build and build. And if you don't have that release, yeah. you yeah. know, and you can create, uh, relate it to anything from sexual tension to... You know, just the, the life idea, in general. Life not, in not, general, not even sexual. No, but of course, but uh, but not specifically too. But I'm just saying it, it does. It relates to so much in life that without that final chord, it, it would have still been interesting. It, whether they'd gone thunk or the right. humming or what, or leaving it or whatever. But the final chord makes that. Yeah. You know. I agree. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> there's also in here the last chord where they're just practicing hitting the chord. Yeah, which is or, fun. Which is which interesting. Is fun. But they had right. you know how many different pianos doing it, and right. nobody hit it right for the first time. The, the, yeah, right. I but mean, coming after the the hummed last chord, you realize how important that last chord it's, was. It's very yeah. important. And then uh, you have two takes of Sergeant Pepper. Take one's the instrumental. Take nine was the version on anthology um, with a different, it's a different the, the take one to me though is ass kicking it's that tight little trio it's you hear the Hendrix Jimi Hendrix experience influence in that and the the bent notes and stuff like that it's right. very unbeatlesy really that's a good point. and in a way the thing that I love about hearing the take one is that the moment they start this now the whole fake identity idea you obviously you know this song starting the album and you know that this is the fake identity in place. 
because it's the least Beatles thing that I think that they've done yet in the sessions. And one uh. thing I noticed also about that song uh, is John's rhythm playing on the song. Yeah. Uh, and also then oh, the yeah, fills. Chunky. Yeah, it's very chunky, very strong. And then right. George's fills are playing off his chunkiness. And I didn't notice, I didn't notice that as much until yeah. you, you stripped that, the album down a little bit. And in take nine is, is the whole thing of Paul doing the, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Is that like serious? Is that was even remotely possible that we're going to leave that? Well, you know where that ended no, up. No, I think. That ended up on uh, Free Now on uh, Liverpool uh, Sound Collage. Oh, my God. That's... He took that there. Ah. And he, Paul knew what he had. When we first heard Free Now, Free Now, you know, and he, he does that little, that speech. Yeah. And then when we hear the, the, the album, I'm like, that's free now. That's what Paul took, it, and that, you know, wow. that's why it says the Beatles on it because yeah. he, it's technically the Freaky. Beatles. I love so. I love George encouraging Paul in the take nine thing. Yeah, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm still not convinced that it belongs with that take. Listen to why it again. You, you think it's an edit? Yes, from yeah. an earlier take. Yes, it might be. Uh, maybe I think yeah. I think Giles would have owned up, unless it's a take that may have had multiple vocal. Takes going on in it. Yeah, well, that's they the thing. If you hear, and, you hear a couple of uh, whatever. It sounds like a double track, and then yeah, that's and possible. Then it's, yeah, maybe, but I yeah. think it's it, it, I, but the, whatever. It's either way. It's fun to hear. Right. Then there's two tracks of "Good Morning, Good Morning." Ringo is too cool for words. <laughs> he is. I love it. It is. And take take one's a, basically it's not very long. It's a breakdown. But take eight, which is was also on the anthology. Paul, Paul's bass is smoking in this, and John's a punk. It, this is a punk mm, song. John's a punk. This is a song that Green Day could easily could do. Yeah. And it's interesting how if it was a for Revolver, let's say that song was for Revolver or the White Album, they wouldn't have had the horns on it. Right. It would, right. And, and it would have just been, yeah, that's interesting. I'm not so sure about uh, the Revolver. Well. You, oh, you thought you said the White Album. I did say that. I said both. Oh, You okay. said Revolver no, or the White yeah, Album. No, the White, White Album, album no yeah. horns. Revolver, there would be, would horns. be horns. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got got to get you yeah. in my life with horns. But that's a different song. That's a different... Mm, but is the rest it? Of the, but if you think of the album... Yeah, he's right. If you think oh, of the I album, they don't have a lot of horns on it. Some horns. It's a but, very horny album, no, baby. baby. But that's why, you know, got to get you in life at the end of the album. Yes. And then tomorrow never knows this afterwards because there's I, no place to put it. I'll tell you, man, the, the ending, the rhythm section at the end of oh, that just, is know, just take yeah, eight. Totally. It's mind bonk. blowing. And, and it, Paul's bass work during the break is just over the top. Yeah. But if you listen to this, though, it's interesting. Good morning, good morning. This version comes off as like the anti strawberry fields. It's like the same thing. It's all about, it's England. But it's like Strawberry Fields is this look back, and it's this trippy, I'm really being thoughtful. Good morning, good morning is like, this is the crazy ish that's happening right now. And other it's than, almost kind other of- other than it's time for tea and meet the wife, it's not, it's not British. I think no, it's, but I th- I think I th- it's I th- London. I th- I think it's John. But it Lennon. could be anywhere. I, I think it's John. But I think. I think but it could be anywhere. Right. And you know what? You're I never right. knew Tea and Meet the Wife was a. Oh, I didn't. Either. I didn't know Meet the Wife was a show. A show. Yeah, so yeah, I thought yeah. it's time for Tea and Meet the Wife. That's, Meaning, what, that's, that's what exactly. I thought too. Yeah. Correct. And, but that, yeah. that. But if if it's if it's that and not Meet the Wife, the British show. But, then it's anywhere. But I'm but saying it just shows it, John's genius. Yeah, but it's also. No, no, no. I understood. But Strawberry Fields. Is very British, yeah, and so yeah. is Penny Lane. And why is Strawberry Field so British? Well, because Strawberry Field is in Britain. All right, but if you didn't know that, did you know that when you were young? It, Strawberry Fields could have been in Mineola <laughs> for all we knew. But I'm just saying, again, take away the knowledge base. Okay. If you take away, well, the in this idea show we have <laughs> no. But I'm saying, if you take away the idea that you know that you know, time for tea and meet the wife. I'm just saying, 
it's very the antithesis, John, looking back fondly. This On is my where way to or work. reflecting, not sorry, back to like, okay, and here's the now. It is. Bang. Anyway. It is on my way to work. I mean, Paul's it, 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 on the new. Way, I'm on my it, way to but work. It's like on Queenie Eye when we found out that O U T spells, yeah. spells out is from Queenie Eye, which is a game, yeah. which I never knew was a yeah, game. The 40 years we were listening to the So, the wait, are Christmas we saying album. now that on my way to work is. is Good morning, good morning. Uh, and Tony Spring goes, okay. <laughs> on my way to work could have wow. fit on this album. Oh, Jesus. Right. It could have, because oh, okay. it was only 30 minutes. Right? <laughs> but it, it wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been good. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that, that song. I like yeah, that I did too, too, but still. Okay, uh, we go to disc uh, three of the box set. Technically, you know, I consider this the Sgt. Pepper anthology. Yeah, that's what yeah, I've been sure, calling right. them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. we have two tracks of Fixing a Hole. Take Extended one. ending is killer on that. Yeah, oh, it, it's, love it. it's cool. Then you have uh, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. But did, what were we fixing oh. a whole take three? Step backwards. Okay, okay. It's a step backwards for the song. I, I think that the different tempo and feel loses a lot of the emotional well, I think impact that's why they it. didn't do it that yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. There's no counterpoint during the whole scene well, of people you, the, the, standing I, there. Ringo's cool as hell in this take. I th- Ringo's cool as I hell I thought that over. take one was more of the way Paul did it live. I think so too, but you like know, he adds the harpsichord to take three, yeah. and it's it's interesting, but it's just not working. But cool vocal ending with him shouting at the end. But anyway, yeah. all right. Benefit of Mr. Kite. Benefit of Mr. Kite. There's a take one, take four, and then a take seven. Uh, this is stuff we saw in anthology, but you know you have to have it. You have to have it, but you know what? If there's any outtake that I thought maybe we got too much of, it was probably this song. I think you're right, actually. I, I sort of agree. This is the only one where I was kind of like, mm, okay. Well, you already heard it. That's the thing. Well, you already Maybe. heard it. It's also, it's fully baked. Right. You know, it's it's fully formed. John actually is pretty together on all the on versions. On all of it. Yeah. There's slight differences. The vocal inflections are, he does that little carny thing at the end yeah. of one of them, but other than that, it's kind of... Right. My, it, my only it, wish it, on... Yeah. One one good outtake of this would have been fine. My, my wish on, the, on well, this... Well, no, I'm happy to have them, but... Was it required? No. no. My wish on this song is we've heard the stories, oh, we took the pieces of tape, we threw them in the air, we put them back together. It would have been nice to have that. that well, they actually like did it on the- um, The making of Sergeant. On, yeah. not, on, well, no, not no, the not making. That. They did it on the Howard Goodall special. Oh, okay. That's they right. They played right. just that. That's you know, right. And that was cool. That was cool. It would have been nice to have that instead of one of these outtakes. Yeah. Just that right. throwing can, up in the air. Why can ask Giles if he'll mail it to us? Yeah. But considering all the, the stories we've tape? heard about <laughs> how that, you know, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite came to be, it would have been nice to... Because well, but they did nice, it with the orchestra build up in a day in life. Well, you know? But they did the right thing by giving us the poster. Yes, that's true. That's true. We haven't even gotten and, to that. Right. right. Well, we just did. Absolutely. Lovely Rita. <laughs> only one take. I was kind of disappointed because nah. I love the song. I've always loved the song. But the acoustic um, guitars are great. Oh, you notice them yep. so much more. Very oh, my cool. God. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I always thought- the, the, I like the bit at the end without the reverb. The ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I like that. That's kind yeah. of fun without having the-, the, the There's yeah. a lot but of reverb But you're so in the used to the reverb. You are, but it's fun to hear it. Yeah. It's fun to hear it. So I, I wish there was a second one. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, take one, and then uh, take five. John singing, picture yourself in a boat on the yeah. river- it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Unless that's a, I won't say a guide vocal, unless a guide that's a vocal. first vocal and he was planning on doing something else above that. Maybe. That we don't know. May, uh, yeah, so but we he, don't he know might that, been, so it's right. weird by itself. So by itself, you know, he might have had a plan to be going, you know, picture yourself in a boat. On no, a, you know, you, no, you know what I mean? Like, who the hell knows right. what he wanted to do right. above that? 
Well, maybe know, he was having, you know, might have planned on well, having pulled the harmony to it. Maybe. My, but, my favorite part of the song is when they get to Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. They don't sing it because nope. he knows he's going to sing it differently yeah. down the road. Right. Yeah. And that, like I said before, is just the planning of how these songs were put together. But that's where you get the guy from Sparks, you know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But it's still. Sorry about that, guys. I still love the whole band playing together segment yes. at the end. And in the other take, John's voice is still hesitant. He still doesn't really know where he's going. Mm. I'm wondering if you Paul might have said to him, listen, if you sing it, you know, picture the, yourself yeah. and move your voice. Don't just go on yeah, that. The, well, the metered vocal, if he had done that and not done anything else. Well, he had just come off of. That would have been a dud. Uh, he had just come off of the one chord Tomorrow Never Knows. Well, not just. Not just. But, but, it's, you know, an, but uh, close but, yeah. enough. Where he was just the whole way. So you think he was planning on adding a... Maybe. But, but you know No, what, but you know. what I'm saying is, you know, even though he sang, turn off your mind, relax, he didn't sing, turn off your mind, relax. But the whole song is that one just in the Drone. demo, yeah. especially when you're in... The, yeah, yeah, true. So maybe his vocal was very much like that on Loosing the Sky. Interesting. That, but, but Tomorrow Never Knows had spaces in between the, the notes where... This version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was very mono. Right. It, not so monotone. Yeah, no, 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 monotone. monotone yeah. Yes. So, it, and I think that's the difference in the songs. Right, right. That, that's that space as we are. I mean, it's, listen, Lucy in the Sky, you know, you said before, <coughs> Tony, that, that Sgt. Pepper was the most unbeatle like thing that they'd done. But really, other than when I'm 64, there's not one song on this album that is. Beatley. When I say Beatley, it's Beatley now because we did it. But right. not it, this album really is not anything like. And even uh, when I'm 64, because they didn't do anything prior to it like that. They did it after with Honey, you know, Honey Pie. Not not any of the songs are very very Beatle-like. With a little help from my friends, I would say. With a little help say. from my friends, and maybe fixing a hole. And I would actually I, say she's leaving hole. home because of the counter vocal. Though the way they did it that. with the, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't are, you, are you talking about a Beatles song uh, where the traditional song you have, you know, three part yes, harmonies yeah, and you have yes, a good yep, riff? Yep. Because yep. you know. hadn't had you, Beatles songs hadn't had counter melodies like "She's Leaving Home." That's true. An answer. I, the first counter melody I ever heard was probably Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, fixing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. point. Fixing a hole. I. The only reason why I think is because the guitar solo. If you think about the guitar solo in something like Taxman or something, fixing a hole maybe in a different form would have worked backwards on on Revolver. Maybe. Maybe. But other than that, you're absolutely right. Especially in these arrangements. There's right. nothing. It's, it's not a typical Beatles uh, album. I, yeah. well, I think part of it is the arrangements because yeah. think of, with a little help from my friends, the Joe Cocker version. I mean, it's yeah. a totally different version. Yeah. And maybe it's the standard version now if you think about it of what people know. But that's a whole different Arrangement and a whole different thing, mm. where the Beatles version's very straight ahead. You know yeah. the way the chords are hit, yeah. so it, that could be it too. Let's see. Do we do getting better? Well, getting better no. is just the coolest band performance, man. Yes, and and I love I the love it. I love the I love instrumental. It. Oh, the it, it, the it, keyboard it, part, the guitar and bass are ass kicking. It's just what a great piece of music. You just and and, it, and the instrumental. That's you know you could do a whole stack of tracks of this oh, album. Oh, totally. But yeah, I'm not sure I'd want it. 
But on this song, I yeah. do. On this totally. song, I do. Throw the vocals over this, I'm happy. Yeah. I, well, you end up singing along to it. Oh, totally, yeah. You know, automatically. Take 12 of Getting Better. What is that whole, like, droning buzzsaw effect? Yeah, that's weird. That what was, the hell is going on? They were trying. They were trying. Trying something cool. Yeah. And it, again, there's a smoking band who happened to stop by and be in the room. But the droning thing is bizarre. Anyway. They within were you, trying. Within You Without You, oh my God. Um, so... What what I love about Within You Without You is, at first you think it's just an instrumental thing. Yeah. And then George comes in and starts That's my favorite guiding, part of Me too. He's guiding everybody. But and, the and first just... version's awesome because they're doing the, you would, and I were talking about this, that the Indian instruments are doing the vocal line. Yes. And to hear that... That's really cool. You and I were very, about that, right? Yeah, when it happened. very, Look, very. No, but but that all of a sudden, you know, you get George teaching, but it's a good minute and a half into it oh. before he starts. Yep. So you're listening. You go, all right, you know, this is like Ellen Rigby on the anthology. Yeah. We had just here, you know, dun, 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 and you're like, okay, this is good, you know. Within you, and then you hear George come in, you're like, what? A minute and a half in, or two minutes in, even, and you're thinking, wow, he's he's sitting there really into it. I mean, really guiding them and talking. and He's speaking a language that George Martin and John had, had and no Paul idea. have no clue right. of, of what he's what talking Indian about. Indian music but, is because yeah. it's totally different. And he's doing the, he's doing the rhythmics and the yep. patterns, yep. and he knows this stuff. And That part he learned. Yeah. But, oh, wow, yeah. I mean, you know, for anybody who was just sitting there saying, well, it's a nice Indian song— Listen to the outtake and then listen to the remix, and you'll appreciate this song now, oh yeah. way more than now, you ever now did. Now, think about the Anthology 2 version, which is just basically George's vocal stripped. This is so much more interesting to listen to than the version. Yeah, I agree. Anthology 2's version is like, why is this here? Yeah, but This you version, yeah. I, I uh-huh. can't believe. I wouldn't appreciate this album as much if this wasn't here. I, yeah. I wonder if if there was an anthology 2015 or 17 instead of 1995, what would they have done now I mean, with the technology and everything? What would we have gotten? Would we have got, you know, because th- we're talking 22 years ago right. from this recording. So you don't know what they well, were yeah, thinking of. I, I think they were just finding tracks and saying, that'll be good for an album it's now take. I hate to be horrible, but I mean, I'm not being horrible, but the big variable there that you're missing then is George Martin. Right. I th- I too. Think, I mean, that's, I think that's part huge. Of, I think George Martin yeah, going right. through the, was something that if you, we have the next generation doing it now, not just Giles, but yeah. Sam. and Yeah. You know, well, no, it's not going to only be Sam, though. Well, we know right. that. We know that. So you, you have George Martin looking at the music differently than Giles is looking at it. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's yeah, why, that's absolutely. why you, know, you have these edits on Anthology 2, which I appreciate, yeah. but here you don't. And, and, I, and that, both sides have their points. George Martin was also hearing with a memory. Yeah. He was hearing with memory of, of the finished versions of the tracks, of the this, mm-hmm. of the sessions, of the... Giles is hearing it raw. He's yeah. hearing it as, these are the sounds. Right. That's all that matters in the listening And also, when, so. when they did the Anthology, you had Jeff Emmerich there. And he was there for a lot of it, too. So right. their memories together was very, I think, different. I always thought, you know, on the Love soundtrack, when it's Giles and George, and, you know, I always thought that Giles wanted to go a little crazier, like he did Probably. with Strawberry Fields yeah. Forever. And you see George going, well, you know, I, I, I helped create this music. <laughs> but you, you know, know what? Whip a snuffle. <laughs> We're not talking about it, really, but I will say one thing. As I've gone on in life with the Love soundtrack, the less I'm liking it. Interesting. I, I like I it. Like, I, I, I like didn't it. say I didn't like it. 
Yeah, I like but it. I, I love the idea. Well, I think the newness of it at the time yeah, was cool, sure. but now, now I don't something. think I don't. It's not something I go back to. But right. except if you're going to the help, which is has the clean ending and, yeah. Yeah. and sounds great. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, some uh, of the stuff like Octopus right. Garden, I don't think was mixed yeah. well. I don't I think it was. Well, they mer- they mer- went back on, on the tenth anniversary. Yeah. Which was, I guess, last year now, as we record this. They went back and they, I think they fixed everything. Well, not fixed everything, but redid everything because the technology yes, has, but we has don't gotten get so it. much better. We don't right. have it. No, they didn't, they didn't re-release it. You're right. And they released a couple of songs. I, Girl was one of them that wasn't on the Love soundtrack. And, I, and there was one other. It's done on iTunes? It's on iTunes. Okay. It's, not, there are two not, songs on iTunes. No, the, the two, two, songs. two songs are on iTunes. Yeah, but not on the actual CD. Okay, got it. Then um, She's Leaving Home. She's Leaving Home. Very pretty. Very pretty. I understand why George Martin cut out that, that little. It wasn't George Martin. It's cool. Well, he cut it out. He cut it out. Oh, right, right. That yeah. little extra note. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting to hear, but it kills the flow totally of the song. It kills it the mood. It, did. it kills totally the flow kills the of flow. the whole song, yeah. Yep. It's uh, but, like all of a sudden it's a dead stop. Yeah. But I have to say, the music arrangement, and we know George Martin didn't write it. We have to Mike it, Leander. I have to say, it's not as. Bad listening to it alone. It's not bad. It, it, it's it, not bad listening it to it with the music. It reminds oh, me of like the Hollywood strings. Yeah, well, there's mm. that second version is a weird attack on the strings in certain parts, wow. making it psycho. Yeah, there, there is. A, there's I didn't a, like there's that a at all. Psycho vibe. In there's the a weird one. vibe in the second yeah, one. Yeah, well, there's also on the mono one, isn't there? Another. She's leaving home with the yes. with the beginning with the phases. Yeah. Like, Ugh. yeah. I was like, what's up with what? that? What uh, yeah. you hear? It's a phase thing, and I'm like, ew. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. But I do love Paul's vocal. On the unreleased mono mix, the one with the extra bar, I love the m- mix around Paul's vocal is really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's good. But anyway, and with, and a, l- with a little help from my friends, uh, and then one the Sesame thing. Street theme. Yes. Yeah. What? It's Sesame Street. Listen to with a little help from my friends, the instrumental. The regimental, right? Dun, 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 dun. You can hear Joe Raposo like writing it and just having it open Sesame Street. I it's did, rocking. I, it's hi a, ho, hi <laughs> ho. Yeah, totally. One, one thing that it's so joyful, but it's Sesame Street. It it's, it's awesome. It's an instrumental, which again, you you can't help but sing to it. Yeah, you pick the backing vocals, or you pick Ringo's vocal. Either one, you pick yeah. one. I just sit there and sing. Sunny day, sweeping that. But one thing that you pick Elmo, you perv. But one thing that got me is that's not Elmo. That's the kids' chorus singing. It's not Elmo. God. Anyway, one Wait, thing I got me, if, if you have the songbook, the the earlier ones, for, with a little help from my friends, it has um, these three triplet notes, all, all, you know, the first four bars or something. But it's really not there in the the version that was released. Right. And I was saying, where the hell did this come from? I, now I know where it yeah, came from. I like but, hearing the... Nee, 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 yeah, nee, yeah. Nee, 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 nee. If that was the open... Instead of the way they they overlapped it, and yeah. I can understand why they did it. Yeah. And Sergeant Pepper goes on for you know. Yeah. Another we, we talked about that. You can see why they did that. You know, yeah, it's it, cool. It, you know, it, it is it, fun. It's very cool. You know, and then the last one, the reprise, the last thing they recorded for Sergeant Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, Take Eight. Uh, you know, this is them rushing because they they said, well, we need a re- something here. And, and there's no there's no way that that's a real attempt at a vocal track by Paul. No, no. that's a guide vocal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's totally a guide vocal. But the 
pounding of the drum. Oh my God, is awesome. The backing track is you know, tremendous. Is, is, it is tremendous. a great, great backing track. It's yeah. a very cool thing. But so straightforward and simple. Right, which it was but so unlike effective. the record. You know, the record wasn't like that. It well, was, that's why it's a reprise. Right. Yeah, so they, they did what they did, and they got it out of the way. Okay, quickly, CD4, which is the mono album. We don't really have to go into that, no. but it's nice to have it. There's yep. one thing on that we have to talk about. What? We'll get to it. Yeah, then sure. the outtakes. No. The, yeah, you the, mean the, the bonus tracks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we'll get to it. Oh, it's the end of the disc. Well, yeah, I didn't know yeah. if he was going straight. Well, I'm down. going, but I'm yeah. just saying it's nice to have the mono album, even though it was yes. part of the mono box set. Absolutely. It's good to have it as part of this yes. thing. But, but after hearing the remix, I don't care. I'm sorry. It's oh, nice it to have. Nice, it yeah. does sound nice, but yeah. it sounds anticlimactic when you're hearing the remix. Of course. But, sorry, you, know, but you know, the thing is, though, if you're going to have the mono album from from 67, why wouldn't you put the stereo from 2009 in here, nah, too? too because, much. Because, well, yeah. it is too much, but this is the type of thing where you want it to be too much. Now, And well, we're just picking right now, no, because, because we you, haven't said anything bad yet. You can't no. buy the, the mono Sgt. Pepper outside the box Right, on that's, CD. that's true, that's true. So the idea is if you just you go out and you, you buy the stereo Sgt. Pepper. You can Pepper, buy the old stereo. The, yes, and you buy this, you're done. That's true. You can so, still buy the old. They right. didn't delete it, yeah. so technically it's still That's for people who want the Sgt. Pepper history and don't need every mono album by the right. Beatles. Right, right. So, um, so they have the mono album in the way it was put together which is you know, very cool. Then there's bonus tracks, and this is where we were talking about where they were going to put Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. Uh, it's bonus track area on, on CD4. Uh, so, and my uh, biggest beef. Uh-oh. Well, Day in the Life, you forgot RM1, Yeah, the which whether or not that's the acetate that everybody heard, Bruce said it wasn't. Right. Bruce Spicer right. said no. Interesting version of this has the O-dish. Right, Maca vocal that we've always always right. had that. Yeah. Well, we what that. they also included on here, which I thought was very cool, was the original mono mix of Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields Forever, which was the single. Right. You know, they thinking ahead. You know, they didn't have to put that in there. That that's I can see them easily since they put the 2017 2015 stereo mix. I can see them getting rid of it. But this is why you have yes, box can, sets and yep. why you have bonus tracks on CD4. So I was very happy with that. It would have been nice if they put. The actual single, the 45 with the cover of Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane. If you're going to get crazy, you know. Well, let's basically get crazy. they did for Record Store Day, right, they for put, record but store. they put the stereo remixes. Yeah. Right, which was, was pretty cool. Cause well, oh, no, it's very yeah. cool. Because not everyone got this because, let's be honest, this box set was pretty expensive. It's 150 yeah. bucks when yeah. it was, you know, yeah, at so, its peak. So, uh, you know, I'm I think sure we you got can it find 119 it after, yeah. And, in the, and, and for the interest of total disclosure, no, we didn't get ours free. No, we anyway. did not. Sorry. No. Anyway, no. Well, people, well, people think we get everything free. Exactly. I, I look. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes they are up there. Nice. Oh, they're, they're very. They're but very, you know, when we're talking about, but, but they're three of us. Yes. And right. to give three boxes. That's a lot. You're we right. did get one right. box free. Oh, we did. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then so, I and then and I we bought the other two. ones. Right. Well, but, I, I I won mine on. Uh, Yes. On Sirius XM. I was on the volume channel. You, and, me. And I got a copy. You, me is very, very good to us. Yes. Very good to us. So. Yes, they are. And good to you people but, because but, but you win. Yeah, You're winners. Get. But box yeah. sets, 
you know, it's tough. You know, normally You're not giving out $500 worth of boxes. They normally don't no. do that. No. So when we didn't expect it, I didn't No, and, but I'm just saying, you know, it's funny because, like you said, sometimes the fans figure, we get everything free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we don't. Because when you say, well, it's expensive, they're like, well, how do they know? It's like, yeah. all right. right. We have to pay to yeah. yeah. So then after uh, the two mono mixes of Strawberry Fields okay. Forever and Penny Lane, we, the, the first the mono mix of A Day in the Life. We just covered that. Okay, we, we, we covered that. Yeah. And then Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, original mono mix number 11. The flanging of that. It's like the over fl- the top. Yeah, the phalange. Yeah, yeah, really cranked. Well, that was way too out. I thought well, it was way, way too out. It, really out there. The drone comes in early. Yeah, I, weird. It's not... Not pleasant. I, yeah, that's... No, it's not. It's an unpleasant listen. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of looking yeah. at it. Glad they didn't use that. Yeah, I'm glad too. And then, again, Beatles were always good figuring yep. out what was the best... To put well, out maybe there. not the Beatles. Might have been George Martin. Well, might have been George Martin. Then the first mono mix of uh, "She's Leaving Home," right? I love which, Paul's vocal on it. Yeah, yeah. but we yeah. said the f- yeah. yeah phasing. Ugh. Yeah, but the backing vocals are there. They're in yeah. earnest. The yeah. extra bars in there a little weird. Anyway. It's 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 yeah. it's different. Different. Um, I, I, I'm not sure that would have been the bonus track I would have chosen. Maybe right. there's something else there. Maybe, right. but uh, but I understand why it's there. Right. And then the last one. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Penny Lane. It was almost like they had to put this on there just to just screw to mess, it up. Yeah. Just to be like, Penny Lane. You've had a perfect, uh, you've had a perfect uh, one. It's like, oh, but we didn't stick the landing. Oh, a 9.5 <laughs> from the Russian judge. Uh, oh. Exactly. Oh, Penny nine, Lane. Nine out of ten. This is the Capitol Records mono US promo mix. Now, mind you. You think somebody just went. Oh, f- capital. Let's just screw with it. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I have a better copy at home. <laughs> I, I think too. you do, and I know yes, Mitch does. I do. The, you know what this yeah. reminds me of? Ask me. I would have given it. <laughs> yeah. Band on the run when Paul included one hand clapping, and every, what did we say? We all have better VHS copies than the yeah. version that Paul yeah. put out. This is the same thing. How can they not have a, a clean. copy? Yes. Not just a clean record yes. of it. But a clean tape. Is there it's, no tape on even this? It's you, a cleaner version on freaking uh, rarities. Well, rarities was they, stereo. It's stereo, right. but take but, but the you know what? bit at the end right, take that is still off. cleaner right. than the rest of it. And take any mono mix and throw the extra seven line bars in. End. Right, take the mono right. mix and then you're right. And just throw. Th- that's all you had to do. And right. we wouldn't have known they didn't have a 45 that was perfect. We'd have been like, job. oh, they We'd found be- a perfect exactly. version. Exactly. Yeah. No one would have went, wow. oh, that's an edit. Yeah. No one. No. In- instead, we get what seems like one of the old DJs just said, I've got one. Here you go. And they never cleaned it. And, and it was all worn out. And it's and sour. And it, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's no, actually no, slightly no, off center. No, it, no. it is. Wow. There's... This is not the release I wanted from this box, <laughs> from, from the whole thing. It's the last thing, and it's, no, what it's, happened? It's the cigarette. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like. We should have burned the single. Right. Well, I was like, you know. How did they let this pass? Because everything else is really good. Everything, everything else is, is perfect. Is thought out and and, and unless, thought about about oh the fans are gonna like this unless they wanted to give you the experience of the DJ sitting there putting on their <coughs> copy and that's what they played on the air. Yeah, but the, the, but the DJ copy I have sounds pretty good. But in 2017, I want it cleaned up. You yeah. cleaned up everything. Yeah, and then you give me that. And it's the last Bloody thing we awful. hear. Well, that's. The, yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not going to taint my review. My no, my, no, my rating. Not. It's not going to be. Like, well, now I have to give it a nine. Yeah, right. No, right. no. But, but oh my god. Yeah, I agree. You, you just spent how much money on this box? The the meticulousness of this box, yeah. from the lenticular to the book to the this to the folder with the four CDs. 
So you're saying it was a particular, particularly meticulous lenticular? <laughs> what? A particularly meticulous lenticular. Well, all, I, know, all I know is... I'm leaving. You said all it was, I know they is were particularly meticulous, including the lenticular... Mitch! Mitch! They they had if they had to make one mistake, I guess this is I guess the one to make. I, I didn't want them to make, this I, one but because there's because no other people, mistakes in this room. No, but people there's were expecting, all tiny, teeny, tiny ones. Yes. Yeah, but you yes. know what? That promo mix is so different, right? Because of the seven bars, right? It, it does change it the does, song. It does. Instead of just that symbol going over the end, you hear the, right. the piccolo, whatever it is, trumpet, piccolo, whatever. And it should have it should have been a better copy. I'm sorry. I agree. And then then uh, the DVD and Blu-ray for those who don't know are the last two discs of the... Um, Which of I the, love because you didn't have to go out and buy the Blu-ray version right, of the box, right, and, and they didn't have to produce the Blu-ray version. Right, and They right. just put it, gave you both, which, you know what? Good on them. And, and actually, it is a part of the business now. A lot of the people who release DVDs we'll and give Blu-rays, you they do both yes. because it's actually easier... Because they manufacturing wise, yeah, 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 and and, and yeah. having the cases, and then having a Blu-ray section and a DVD section, so it's actually better that they did that. So the Blu-ray is basically what is it? The five point one version right. of the album, right? With Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane at the end, right? And that's also in five point one, right? Well, as we said, we we're very happy with this, and absolutely, and we would love yeah. to as much as as catalog can be done with five point one. We'd like to see it happen. You bet. Um, and then the visual content is the making of Sgt. Pepper from 1992. I always thought it was 87, but, but it's, it's 92, uh, which is a lot of fun because you get to see George Martin playing with the four track. Yeah, and say, that is cool. Well, let me just lower this so you can hear this better. Yes. And you're like, ha, 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 ha. I remember the first <laughs> oh time I saw- Oh, my God, yes. But, but yeah. When I first time I saw that- I don't know if I went, <laughs> I, I literally, I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, my God. Imagine How is he you doing could, that? Imagine yeah. you could do that. You know, yep. Let me just- I don't have to touch the tape. Just let me just yeah. play with just the slides. Play with the faders, yeah. yeah. Just, I would do that. Oh, that would, and then, But you might be thinking 87, by the way, because they did have a big deal right. with yeah. Paul and right. George were there. You know, yeah. so, it was uh, the 20th anniversary of the first CD. And then there's the three promotional films, Day in the Life, Strawberry Fields Forever, and Penny Lane. And you know, do you need these on here? No, but you know what? Not everyone's there's room. room. But yeah. there's room. But there's room, and like I said, if you didn't buy uh, the DVD with the OnePlus, you know, you didn't get them because that's where they are. So, well, Penny Lane is on one, right? Yeah. Yes. So, but Strawberry Fields yes. Forever isn't. So, no. the only way to get that is OnePlus. Right. So, that is the whole thing of Sgt. Pepper. Yay. Now, there's a couple of things I might have added. First of all, oh. you know, just, a, really? just a couple of things. This is very picky. We do that. But yeah, uh, the eight-track version of Sgt. Pepper, the oh, reprise, wow. has an extra four bars yep. in it because they have, I don't know why, but it's, it's an extra four bars beginning of the reprise so they can time out yes, tracks or something. times out one of the, one of the channels. So, yeah. I mean, most people have never heard it. One of the it was tracks. only available on the eight-track. It yep. wasn't even available anywhere else. Which has the reprise on it twice? No, no, but it's it's not in the right order though. It, the the order is something's weird. Yeah, yeah, the order is different on the eight track. Yeah, the other thing I would have done is uh, the forty five of Strawberry Fields Forever and Penny Lane with the original mono, and maybe if you want to get a little crazy, the nineteen seventy eight single release of Sgt. Pepper Lucy. Why? What Dope. is it? What is it? Because just if you're gonna go crazy, crazy, which they did, not that you need it. It uh, wasn't Lucy in the Sky, but it was Sgt. Pepper and on Day in the Life. It oh, was, I'm sorry, it, it was, was the side. Right, right. I'm sorry. Just to add it, it's really strange because the original eight track 
Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Reprise is the album closer. On the A-track? On the A-track. Okay. And then, obviously, if you're listening to it on an A-track, what's it going to do? It's going to click back to track one right. and start again with Sgt. Pepper, the opener. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, Day in the Life is stuck in, in between Within You, Without You, and When I'm 64. Yeah, the, the, yeah that Abbey Road and Pepper. I wonder if it's clean open. I don't, I, know. Know, I don't remember. I, I have it. I, I actually have it. I don't think it. it is. I don't ever remember reading about there being a clean. I, I have it. I've never been able to listen to it though. Yeah. So, though I have an A-track player. If you want to hear it, okay, that's yeah. it. So, um, if you want to get crazy, there's really not a lot to complain about on this this package. Not except price. Except price. The two CD set is fantastic in the sense that they pick the best tracks sequentially to match the album. Then the bonus tracks is. Six bonus tracks on here. Three Strawberry Fields, One Day in a Life, uh, Two Penny Lanes. The booklet I, inside here is really good. Yes. I, I'm also very uh, surprised that on the vinyl, which is a two-album set, they did the remix, and then they did outtakes of in sequential order of each one. Yes. I thought they were going to do a mono, a remix and the mono. Oh, I'm glad for they the album. didn't. I, I understand. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. But I think people would have been so upset if there was no vinyl representation of those outtakes. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So many something. vinyl collectors now. Yeah, the, and and but yeah, I can understand what you know with, if they had the mono there. But yeah, the I mono mean, you could have done a, you could have done like a five disc set or a five LP set. Uh, but no. you know, you would have been like yeah. three hundred bucks. Right. That's yeah. the problem with it. You know, vi- yeah. vinyl's much more expensive Oof. now. So, um, do we need to rate this? Do we really need to rate it? Uh, it's 10, right? It's a 10. Yeah, it's okay, a 10. So, yeah. I mean, I, right. do we need to rate it. Yes, well, it's done now. Yeah, we but, rated yeah. it. Right. There's no questioning on right. this. Maybe it's 9.9 because right. nine of that Bono. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> even that, even that doesn't, doesn't take away from what they did here. I'm going to shut and up. When you tell me to shut up, I shut up. <laughs> I, I'm very impressed with what they did with this. I'm, you know, it's, Let's hope they go forward. Yeah, I, I do. But you know what? They, if you think about it, they've been going okay. You know, it, uh, Okay, this is, they're one for one right now. Yeah, well, on this, yeah, uh, on, right on, on deluxe the, remasters. Deluxe remasters, one, one for one. one. Well, live at, live at the BBC they're when they no, 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 no. That's not a deluxe remaster. They're literally well, batting a thousand. They're batting a thousand right, right now. now. And also, we must say that it went to number three in the United States, right. number one in the UK. Right. And it right. sold, I believe, as of the last time I heard, which was two months ago. Over 175,000 copies, a lot. which is out. very incredible for a box, box set. set. Yeah. yeah. So, so awesome. it, 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 people bought this, and it, it, with good reason, because it, they did a good job on it. Yeah. You, know, you bet. You, you it's normally, worth buying. Normally, we can find things to pick on this. You no. Know, you can't. You feel comfortable listening to this box set, that yes. you didn't pay a lot of money. No, you feel comfortable it. after Even going to the doctor. Even if you didn't pay a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Anyway. All right. So, so. so everything, we've looked at everything, every, all sides of it. Uh, like I said, we hope the, the White Album's next. If it is, it's great. But, you know, if this is the only one they ever do, well, shame on you, damn it. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but if we it's want the only more. one they ever do, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we've given it a, a 10 each. And yes. This, this is That's an average of what? 10. Yeah. 10. Anyway. So anyway, uh, we're going to say goodbye. My, yeah, uh, we my are. name is Rob Leonard. I've been your moderator for today. And joining me, of course, is Mitch Axelrod. Hey, how you doing? Bye-bye. And Tony Chiguardo. See you soon, folks. And uh, we'll see you next time. If you have any comments, uh, go to our Facebook page and uh, say, hey, Mitch, what's up? Hey, Mitch. By the way, I said we'll help you like Superman. <laughs> oh, nice. We will not. <laughs>
We will not. <laughs> Rob might. <laughs> We're married. <laughs> I, 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 We're I, both I, married. I, I, Rob I, will fuck you like I said it low. I didn't, I, you know, Maybe like Superboy. If you want to do it one more, if you want to do it one more time, we'll take it out. I, no, I no, it's problem. fine. I, Don't be taking it out. <laughs> <laughs> Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate. Available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. What the hell were they thinking? Ending Day in the Life, take one. Ending day in the life. Take two. Ending day in the life. Take three. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. (laughs) Ending day in the life. Take four. Oh, bloody hell, take five. And she's buying a stairway to heaven. Day in life, ending take six. Ending, take seven. Oh, bloody hell, take eight. Number nine. Ten alive, take ten, ending, blah, blah, blah. Hey. <laughs>